East High. Hi, folks. Stick around for the end of the show. There's going to be a post credit scene about Gatorade. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Look forward to that, folks. But right now, it's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And my name is Tyler. And today we are talking about Minute 20 of High School Musical 2. Minute 20 starts out with Troy finishing what Mr. Fulton was conveying to him, being that Wildcat fans are here at Lava Springs. So not what we guessed, unfortunately. Darn. And ends with Fulton assigning Zeke to assist Chef Michael, which we already knew. Wow. This is this is the Fulton show for this minute. It's kind of fun. Yeah, no, I, I like this minute. I think there's a lot of fun things happening and also some stuff to talk about, which is nice. Oh, yes. I love talking about High School Musical. That's, again, the premise of the show. <laughs> well, that's good that you like talking about it, Tyler, because we still have this entire movie to finish and another one. <laughs> Great. Yeah, we, we have like an hour and 16 minutes left. Oh, boy. Uh, so yeah wildcat fans are here at lava springs i don't lots of high school sports fans coming to the country club yes i can't say a lot here (laughs) but he didn't entirely mislead troy (laughs) (laughs) okay that's all i can say so i'm leaving it there but uh, I, I really think it's funny how Fulton, like, sneaks up behind Troy and neither Chad nor Zeke are like, hey, man, like, they start nodding or anything. <laughs> yeah, he really does. Like, and that's and that's one of those things that um, camera angles will do, because if he sneaks up on Troy, that's the only that's the only point of view we're considering. So we're not we're not looking at anybody else. It's just like, oh, he ap- suddenly appeared in our region. So that now is the first time that anyone would ever think of him. But, like, not really, because we just had a, an establishing shot of how the three of them were standing, and we very clearly saw Zeke sitting on the counter, looking behind Troy at the kitchen, from which Fulton appears. Like, Yeah, but it's I'm talking about, like, the language of film. Like, oh. in a horror movie, in a horror movie, if you have, like, someone walking across the, the screen... You know that, like, they're by the time they get to one side of the screen and the other, and we're not panning with them, you're like, oh, something's going to come up behind them because otherwise the camera would have moved to track. But if the camera was staying still, then something else must be happening. Like, just that sort of thing is like, depending on where the camera is, we we don't actually we don't or do consider what else is going on in the universe because we're on this kind of medium close up of Troy. Fulton showing up behind him is a surprise, even though, as you're saying, it wouldn't actually be. I just think it would be funny if, like, Chad or Zeke started, like, doing the head nod, like, and then Troy's like, what's this? Like, the boss, the boss is right there. Yeah. <laughs> or if Troy was really surprised, he's like, whoa, you, why are you right behind me, dude? Back off. <laughs> he, like, puts his hands up and is like, 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 kind of like. Take it easy, go- man. Yeah, yeah. Troy had been had, had been being like team captain kind of thing and like giving a little pep talk to the two guys that really don't need a pep talk. Well, Chad might because we know Chad deals Chad's with Chad's not excited issues. to do any work ever. Yeah. <laughs> but Zeke is ecstatic. 
So he doesn't need any inspiration. But you're you're using the right word because yeah, Fulton yeah. Fulton comes up behind them and is like, "Yes, there are lots of people here, but they're not looking for your inspiration. We are looking for your perspiration." And spits on Troy. <laughs> it's like one of those boss lines. You're like, "Okay, you got time to lean. You got time to clean." Like, yeah. I mean, if they haven't been assigned their roles yet, they're presum- they're just getting changed. Like. Yeah, this is the super weird thing. So <laughs> Fulton is going around telling people what to like what their job for the summer will be. They're already in they're already in the place dressed. Yeah, like what if Zeke wasn't assisting Chef Michael? Like what if he was a caddy as well? It's like, oh crap, gotta go change. Or like, surprise, you're a lifeguard. Go put on a red swimsuit. Like <laughs> So Fulton throws these aprons at Danforth and Bolton, Chad and Troy, respectively, and says, waiters, waiters. and and when needed, caddies. And they look surprised. Again, it's like, do they look surprised because they're just learning about this caddy thing? Do they look, are they surprised because they didn't know what their job was going to be in the first place? Maybe it's still, like, it's just, like, I bet with Chad it's probably just dawning on him that it's like, oh, crap, I'm waiting tables, like. Yeah, but I have yeah, a job. I have a job. Someone expects something of me at regular times. <laughs> no, it is a little, yeah, no, and I, well, I guess we can continue. Fulton then goes around the rest of the kitchen telling people what their jobs are. The one that gets me the most, and we'll get back to Taylor, because I want to talk about Kelsey. Okay. I can't well, wait yeah. anymore. So we, we we pull up to Kelsey. She's she's leaning on the counter, <laughs> eating some pudding. It's adorable. <laughs> she's just the, the cutest. But Fulton is like, piano. And it's like, no, really. We learned this in like minute three. Like yes, we, have, she's the only one who does know what her job is. Yeah, she's already been here, presumably because Sharpay hired her before all of this happened. Like, she's probably been to this country club before. Yeah, she's worked here already last summer, probably. So, um, Fulton says to her, um, "Kelsey, you're going to be in the in the lounge during cocktail hour, lunchtime, and cocktail hour." Yeah. Which then gets back to that pastry thing from last minute, where cocktail hour is also light kind of things. And if they're making, like, bread or anything, that's where else they could be baking. Mm, I like bread. I have to make bread today. Ooh, I gotta go oh, do Oh, boy. You send me some bread? Um, <laughs> when you... Yeah, maybe next mail week. Mail me some bread. No, mail me bread, Condra. <sighs> You're so needy. <laughs> Not unlike bread. <laughs> um, I mean, the real joke line of, of Fulton telling Kelsey what to do is lunch, lunchtime and cocktail hour. And he says, we want mood music, not new music. And he, for mood, he does like some like sway hand movement thing. And then for new music, he like does the little swimming motion like that they do in the B-52s. No, he's Macarena. like, no, he's like doing swimming. It's like, a little the bit B-52s. of both. It's a little bit of both. And but I'm I like, like the idea that the Macarena is new music to Fulton. Or like swimming like the B-52s. Like either way, it's not new music. 
<laughs> it's HBO. What? No, that's the wrong thing. Um, but let's get back. So he leaves Chad and Troy and Zeke and starts walking about the kitchen and first gets to Miss McKessie, i.e. Taylor. And he is like, I am told you are efficient. Who told him that, <laughs> Troy? <laughs> like, we Her resume? Uh, yeah, like, literally, what? What? And she just says yes. And he's like, prove it. You're going to lead member activities. I have no idea what that means. So that's like a program coordinator. Someone that's like making sure all the events are happening and like the people are where they're supposed to be and like things are set up for the next event. That's like a real job that like is normally a full time position. Unless, like, he's also, well, he's also says, like, stay in my, I need to, like, make sure you can always see me. And maybe he's actually doing that and she's just, like, helping? Yeah, that was my assumption is that Fulton is kind of the head honcho um, at the country club. And there's still usually a separate person that just runs programming because that's a, a job in itself. I mean, heck, that's what I, that's what my job is. Like, I literally run programs, like. Yeah, well, it's also hard to say, like, at the country club is, are there events, like, are there new events happening every day? Or is it just, like, the same rotation of, like, yoga at 3 p.m. and then uh, lounge music at 6 p.m.? Well, there's still a talent show, so there's something in addition to... Or like, or are there like different events where like, oh, on 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 Saturday there's a special guest speaker, or on Monday there's this special arts and crafts session, but on Tuesday there's, I'm struggling to think of possible events that would happen at a bingo. country club. Bingo. I don't know if bingo would, but I thought bingo. Yeah, I don't know either, but presumably there's some mix between the two. Like, there's your regular like yoga spa kind of things some probably some pool things <laughs> uh, taylor needs to keep track of like when there's going to be musical numbers throughout the day it's like okay we need to keep people out of out of the pool around 3 p.m because sharpay's got a musical number she's going to be doing we don't want anyone um throwing off her groove as it were <laughs> oh my god i love that idea <laughs> in which all the music is actually happening and not just yeah, and, and Taylor's just kind of the, the stage manager. I like that idea. Does Taylor better. become a stage manager at any point in this trilogy? It seems like that would happen. I actually don't remember three all that well. I've only seen it once, so I don't know. Anyway. Well, so we move on from Taylor to Kelsey, and Fulton like says her name excitedly. He's less condescending with Kelsey until he gets to like the new the mood music, new music. But he also switches to just calling her by her first name, where Danforth and Bolton and Miss McKessie have all been addressed by their last names, which we then see for the next couple people, even though we know they have last names. I don't know. Does does Martha, you know, he says Martha's yeah. first name. Yeah, and Martha's last name we know is Cox. Okay. I mean, for Kelsey, it makes sense that it's just like, well, he already knows who Kelsey is. Yeah. Like, if you've worked with someone for like more than one day, usually you start calling them by their first name. Yeah. And the way he says it, like excitedly, you see, like it's much less 
bearing than it is on some of the others. Maybe we, we he didn't doesn't. Talk about, we didn't talk about how he takes away her pudding, her little pudding dish, and takes her spoon and like sets it to the side. Like no more eating. But it, it I don't know. It's still. It's like he's not trying to kick her out or not trying to kick Martha out. Like, he this doesn't the see thing. them in the same way. Like, he, they're not seen as a burden or anti-Sharpay's wishes in the way Chad and Troy and Taylor and Gabriella are. I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought this up because I was confused tonally about what this is actually supposed to be. Is he taking Sharpay's orders to be hard on them? Yeah. Because it seems like, because obviously he's like kicking things into gear, but that's just because they have to do a job at some point. They're they're not being paid to just show up and hang around. Like they, they are being paid to do a job. This isn't like mean Fulton going on right now. This is just him like telling them what they're going to be doing. He's not saying like, and you're going to clock in at eight and then clock out at six and you're going to, work that whole 10 hours and you're not going to complain and you get no breaks. Like that's not what he's just saying. You're a waiter. <laughs> no, but I think it's like a tone setting. Like, yeah, no, I, I but he's 100% still being like fun. Like he's using a fun, like just cause the actor kind of has a silly voice, but yeah. like, no, I, I agree with what you're saying, but I think he's trying to set like a hard tone. Like he's like, oh, I'm a tough guy and has rules in place kind of thing, like as a precedent for future interactions. But it like, does the movie want us to think that this is him being tough or, or I think a are little we just bit, forgetting what the Sharpay thing just was? I think it's like a little bit tough, like the, oh, you better not cut your fingers or like, I expect you to leave this summer with the same number of digits that you currently possess. But, but any good boss would say that. I, I, I understand, Tyler. <laughs> that, yes. That's a healthy thing to say. Yes. But I also think he it, it's like a a start to it's it's like tone setting it's like he's not going to be super casual with them it's the start of something new i was trying not to say that <laughs> he's not trying he's trying not to stick to the status quo he's trying to he's trying to up his game he's trying to get his head in the game and get his heart out of the song yeah he's breaking free of the the old ways and Jumping into new ways. He's hopelessly devoted to Sharpay's orders to make everyone else suffer. So Martha's tasked with chopping, cutting, and preparing plates. Which also just seems weird. Yeah, I mean, that is like a a role in a kitchen, presumably. Like Like, you need someone who's Yeah. Who's cutting cutting vegetables and, and plating food, but like that's not a teenager's job literally and i get the zeke thing in that he's just assisting and maybe like learning from but not plating that's something much more serious yeah and we've already we already know from martha from earlier in the movie that she has no experience other than babysitting like how did she get this role uh, they're probably desperate at Lava Springs. The Evanses are probably terrible, terrible owners that don't pay their workers and want to pay as little as possible. So they only hire teenagers to do everything. 
Well, Fulton's been there a while, and Javier got a raise or a promotion. Well, you need at least so. one adult, and Javier's there because Sharpay wants to ogle at him. Okay. And then, yeah, it just kind of ends with uh, Zeke getting a dress, being told that he's getting paired to a Zeke wears a dress? Getting addressed. Oh, okay. Addressed. Addressed. Spoken to. <laughs> oh, he's getting spoken to. Yeah. Uh, and then it kind of cuts off in the middle of that conversation. Yeah. Although, are we are we seeing Chef Michael in the background of this shot? Is that... I think so. Is that the Chef Michael? I feel like yes, which only leads me to one concern as we continue, is the fact that you still call Coach Bolton Michael Bolton. <laughs> And I will get confused. <laughs> well, no. Well, I don't know. I usually call him Mike Bolton, not Michael Bolton. And you have corrected me and that it's Chef Michael and not Chef Mike. So I think we're good. Okay. So it'll be Mike Bolton and Chef Michael. Yes. <laughs> Just to keep things confusing in a different way. If we need to go get arts and crafts, then we'll go to Michael's. Ah. All right. Well, that's all I got for this minute. But I do have something else. Oh, Connor, you got something there? What What do you got there? Yeah, I, I think I have something DCOM related. Whoa. Do you want to give me an intro? Oh, it's our DCOM of the week segment. You have something for? I, I think I do. Um. Well, well what is it? Because I don't know anything about it yet. So. <laughs> so this week, I've got a tagline for you. Oh, I don't know what that means. Why don't you hit me? All right, so I have a tagline from a Disney Channel original movie. I've kept it seasonally appropriate, although it's next week technically is. We're recording pre-Halloween. We're recording this this on the day before Halloween. This this episode will come out shortly after Halloween. I think people will still be in the the spooky mood. In the spooky spirit? Yes. So I was watching... Uh, live stream last week and someone was talking about how they give their friends the tagline of a movie for them to then guess what the movie is about. And I was like, that'd be fun. DCOMs have some really bizarre taglines sometimes. This is true. So I've got one for you here today and um, we'll kind of take it kind of how we used to do the the other DCOMs that like last season where I'm going to give you the tagline and let you run free. I'm not going to give you an actor or anything like that, though. Okay. So you'll really get to just play with a line. All right. Tell me the tagline and I will guess what the movie is about. I'll, I'll flesh it out. Okay. So this Halloween, broomsticks are so not happening with an apostrophe after the end. So it's not <laughs> happening. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So. This seems pretty straightforward, actually. No, not super straightforward. <laughs> um, no, this Halloween broomsticks are so not happening. So it's definitely like uh, an attempt at like recreating a sort of teenage girl way of speaking. And broomsticks obviously having a witch connotation. So obviously we have a young lady who's a witch, but she's not. She's not your your. She's not your grandma's witch or whatever. She's not the wicked witch of the west. She's like new. She's like a new hip witch, hip witch. Um, so we've got. So I'm just coming up with a plot for the movie about a young a young witch. I'm like I'm trying like 
I'm not guessing what what decommiss is. I mean, if I, you want to guess what it is, I can. I don't. Well, I don't know. It's like I don't remember a title off the top of my head, even even enough to, to for it to be helpful. So yeah, so we've. It's basically like the thirteenth year, but a girl finds out she's a witch. It's tough because we're like we've already we are the like hocus pocus already exists. Well, hocus so, pocus is a very different witch movie than. Well, like and like Sabrina your, the Teenage Witch already exists and not so, a Disney product. Yeah. So was that AB, was that an ABC sitcom though? Yeah, it was. So sort of, but yes, I know what you mean. Well, the original movie was not. The TV show was picked up eventually. So it seems like we have uh, a teenage girl who has witch powers. Is it the Wizards of Waverly Place? No, no. And that's oh, that's another thing. Is like we all we also also have that other teenage magic girl. Like <laughs> why? <laughs> Where does this fall into things? Well, this is a Halloween specific one. Um, and Lord, it's not okay. Halloween Town, and I'll tell you that. So that too, that too. <laughs> we have so many things that it could be, but it's not. <laughs> um, you will right. recognize this one when I tell you the title eventually. We've got we've got our young lead Jenna, and Jenna is being persecuted by her classmates. It's a it's a regular witch hunt here in here in Salem, Massachusetts, um, where where all the decoms take place, right right next door to Lucifer Falls, where Mister Boogity happened, <laughs> and she says, "Oh, you know what? I wish I was a witch. Then you guys could really see how how mean I could get." Um, and then, boom, she wakes up the next morning. And she has magic powers. But every time she uses her magic, her part of her skin turns green. So she has to um, use as little of her magic as possible. But she's also like a teenager. So she's trying to, you know, impress boys and stay away from the bullies and make sure nothing embarrassing is happening. So... There's this teacher who's kind of been on her case. The teacher figures out that she's using magic, a la Mr. Crocker from The Fairly Odd Parents. Um, and the, t- the teacher's trying to track her down, and the bullies, and she's on a date with the boy, and a big climax where she has to use a bunch of magic and all of her skin goes green. And it's like, oh no, I've been I've been bewitched. Another another show that this isn't. <laughs> and then the and then much like Shrek, the the boy likes her even even though she's green, and everything goes back to the way it was. Except now, everyone accepts her for who she is, and and life is good again. Is that what this movie is? It's not, but I do like this. It, it's um a little mix of like Stardust and Katie Kazoo Switcheroo and Wicked, I guess. <laughs> Um, no. Yeah, it, I, I know nothing about the plot of Wicked also, but that's another thing. <laughs> well, this is actually the tagline for the movie Twitches. Okay. Yeah, I, that's, that's, yeah that's, that's obvious. I, I could have gotten that. <laughs> but I don't know. I just thought playing with a tagline, because the taglines are real weird sometimes. So How did I not think of Twitches, though? <laughs> you thought of some really weird ones that I wouldn't have thought of first. So, <laughs> <laughs> but 
But yeah, yeah, it's this it's this sort of thing was like, oh, but th- these witches, they're they're new. These are these are your fun witches. They're happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean also I was reading into Twitches because I haven't seen that movie in ages. And they're twenty one, which is old for a decom. Like that's the premise is they turn twenty one. Yeah. And it's like it took place in two thousand five, or the film. It Maybe was, they came were out sick of pretending that the twins were teenagers. Mm, definitely. I mean, yeah. I mean, the sister sister came out in the late nineties, I think. So even then, they yeah were definitely older. Yeah, for sure. But I don't know. Is that is do they not turn green in twitches? They don't turn green in twitches. It's a shame. They should. I just like imagining like oh like one like one little spot in your arm turns green and then they have to like wear like a long, long sleeves. <laughs> well, that's like Stardust, Tyler. That's what Michelle Pfeiffer's character goes through in the movie Stardust. Well, that's that's her getting old though. But it's a similar concept. Like she gets liver spots and that okay. kind of stuff. All right. Okay. Anything else about twitches or Fultons or cutting things with knives? No. <laughs> Great. Well, I hope every all of our listeners come back to the, our next week's episodes with the same number of fingers that they they're ending this episode with. I should have saved that for the outro. Ah, uh, that'd have been good. <laughs> well, people can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds, or me personally at Tyler Booty T Y L E R B O U D Y. You can send us an email to amateurnerdspresent at gmail dot com. Uh, yeah, tell us what your favorite. Um, which themed television show or movie property is. I could get behind that. Uh, there was actually, uh, Nerdist did a bracket and Scarlet Witch won the bracket. Oh, okay. Like WandaVision? Yeah, like WandaVision. That's another good one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, a lot, lot of good witches out there. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I've been Condra. And I've been Tyler, and we'll see you next time for more of Fulton talking, more of Zeke being excited about cooking. I don't know, but it's all going down at Lava Springs. You can bet on it. I like that orange Gatorade. Um, I only drink the red one, and I usually water. Okay. It. I usually water it down too, because it's a lot of That's sugar. Good too. I like the red one that's like fruit punch and berry. Oh, yeah. No, I just like the normal fruit punch one. Anyway. I, I, I The blue one is like the popular one. And I'm like, but why? Yeah, I never like the blue one or the yellow one. Yeah. Yellow one's nasty. So is the yeah, grape one. Yeah, it's like pee. It looks like pee. Yellow is like pee. Anyway. Wow. <laughs>